Welcome to the creative brain of Dean Hawk. Get ready to be challenged, inspired, and equipped to become a better ministry leader. Hey, welcome everyone to the Dean Hawk Leadership Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. We release a new podcast on the 15th of each and every month. Let's dive into today's topic. Today we are talking about building healthy habits. And one of my favorite books that's on my top leadership, uh, life-changing, life-transforming books is a book called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And I want to encourage you to check out that book. And there's so much more than the little, the little piece I'm going to share. But one of the key things that Charles shares within his book is the power of keystone habits. That there are habits that infect and, and uh, influence our other habits and culture of the way we live. And I think it's important that as pastors and leaders that we are modeling, as Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ, that our lives are not just an example in faith, but our lives are an example in marriage, in, in love, in our driving, in our, in our finances, that we should, we should be an influencer in every arena of life and setting a model of how we should live. Well, one of the best things we can do is by developing the positive habits and the small habits that make a large impact. And here's the way a keystone habit is de- defined in the book, The Power of Habit. A keystone habits are small changes or habits that people introduce into their routines that, watch this, unintentionally carry over into other aspects of their lives. And so we're going to break down kind of the the power and the influence and what does a keystone habit do. Number one, keystone habits have the power to start a chain reaction and cause other habits to also shift and change. In other words, this is a habit that triggers a series of related or in some cases unrelated behaviors, and it trickles down and impacts other areas of our life. So example, a keystone habit is exercise, and they have done all the research that people who start habitually exercising start eating better and becoming more productive at work, and and working out just a couple times a week, even, even just once a week, has been found to have a reaction. Now, don't worry about the length of time because I used to get, I used to get caught up with, I can't go to the gym for an hour. And we had a, a a physical diet specialist guru in our church. And, and she made a statement years ago that just freed me up. She said, if you can, if you can only exercise 15 minutes, if you can only take a walk for one mile, if you can only exercise for 20 minutes, stop at the gym for 15 minutes. Because what happens is we're like, oh, I don't have time for a whole hour. Oh, but here's what I found. When I give it 15, I usually give it 30. And if I give it 30, I usually end up giving it 45. It's the overwhelming thought of, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to go take a walk, a run, a hike, a, a climb. And, and But once we'll start it, 
it will have an impact. And so here's some of the results of creating an exercise habit or routine. It says people will smoke less. They'll show more patience with colleagues and family. By exercising, people use their credit cards less frequently, and they say they feel less stressed. In one study group, they found that 92% of people said they habitually exercised because it made them feel good. And another group, 67%, said it gave them a sense of accomplishment. And so the benefits outside of it's also going to benefit you health-wise, weight-wise, and, and just an overall self-perception. I encourage you to start a keystone habit, whether it's 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day of exercising five to six days a week. Secondly, keystone habits build discipline and self-control, which spills over into other areas of life unknowingly. Let me say that again. Keystone habits build discipline and self-control, which spills over into other areas of life unknowingly. Here's what they found. As people strengthened their willpower muscles in one part of their lives, whether that was in the gym or money management program, that strength spilled over into what they ate and how hard they worked. Once willpower became stronger, it touched and impacted almost every area of their life. And so what we find is that that discipline is contagious and that discipline carries over. So example, here's a simple one. The keystone habit of making your bed every day. Yes, I have fought the fight. I'm going to be back in it in 12 to 16 hours. Why would I pull it up, make it look pretty, put all the 15 pillows that Kim loves on the bed? Why would I go through that? Nobody's going to be coming over. Nobody's coming to our bedroom. Here's why you need to make your bed every day. It's a keystone habit that, that helps discipline you for the rest of your day. Here's what they found. Making your bed every morning is cor correlated with better productivity, a greater sense of well-being, and stronger skills at sticking with a budget. You see, you think you're having trouble with your finances and spending, and all you have to do is start making your bed. What is it? It's a discipline that carries over into the other arena, arenas of life. Those initial shifts start a chain reaction that helps other good habits take hold. Number three, keystone habits convince people that larger accomplishments are achievable as they achieve small wins. Small wins will fuel transformation into patterns that convince people that bigger achievements are within reach. If you're a fan like I am of David, Dave Ramsey and Financial Peace University, how does he help people get out of debt? He doesn't say go to the biggest, hairiest, most you know huge debt you have and man, just start chipping away. What does he do? He said, you have a credit card that has $100 on it? Start with the smallest debt first. It's called the debt snowball. 
you're getting that win. Throw some extra money, whether that's $20 a month to get that paid off. Then whatever you were paying the minimum payment there, plus the extra money that you were paying, roll that together and go to the second smallest, not largest, the second smallest. Because what happens? Those small victories begin to fuel us. It begins to create momentum. It creates, it'll cause you to build. And so some of you might say, well, there's no way I can exercise five to six days a week with what I'm doing, my schedule, my kids, and and all that's happening, multiple jobs and, and everything that's going on. There's no way I can work that into my schedule. Here's what I would tell you. Can you commit to three? If you'll commit to three days, I'll bet within a month you can commit to four. I'll bet within two to three months, you'll say, you know what? I could do five days. I'm seeing the fruit of this and those small wins are going to motivate you to greater victories. Another keystone habit is is money management. And so what they did is participants were asked to keep a detailed log of everything they bought and every dollar and dime they spent. I mean, if, if they picked up a 99-cent drink at McDonald's drive through they wrote down the 99 cents in their log. And what happened is their finances improved, they smoked fewer cigarettes, they drank less alcohol and caffeine, and on average, they drank two fewer cups of coffee, two fewer beers, and among smoker, 15 fewer cigarettes each day and they ate less junk food and were more productive at work and at school. And as people strengthened their willpower muscles in one part of their lives, that strength spilled over into what they ate, how they lived, and how they worked, and how they functioned. That, to me, is a powerful habit. The simple habit of saying, I'm going to monitor where every dollar goes. And so it stung a little bit. Look how much I'm spending on cigarettes, on alcohol, on junk food, on fast food. Look how much I'm spending going out to eat. We had one family went through financial peace and they realized that they were spending over $1,000 a month going out to eat. And they realized if they would eat at home just 50% more of the time, how much money they could save and to tackle their debt. But it's, it's, it didn't happen until they wrote down every dime and every dollar that they spent, and it caused a revolution in their life. Number four, keystone habits create a culture that impacts every area of our life. Keystone habits create a culture that impacts every area of our life. So example, the keystone habit of a family dinner. And I'm talking about a electronic free family dinner. I have uh, uh, multiple friends that, uh, that have children still at home. Kim and I don't, but they have a basket and everyone's phone goes in the basket for the 20 minutes, the 30 minutes that they're having their family meal. But here's what, here's what they found from this keystone habit. Might not happen every day with, with practices and rehearsals and, and schedules and meetings and services. Might not happen every day, but make it a goal. Could we do it two nights, three nights, four nights a week? Could we have a family meal together? Here's what they found. Families who habitually eat dinner together seem to raise children with better homework skills higher grades, greater emotional control, 
and more confidence, more confidence. But, but here's where all of this is leading to, and it's leading to the keystone habit of reading our Bible. If we will make that an anchor habit of our day, we are going to see that habit have a great impact just as these physical, natural habits have had a natural influence. I promise you, as we bring the keystone habit of reading our Bible every day, I promise you it's going to change your attitude. It's going to impact the words of your mouth. It's going to alter the thoughts that you think. It's going to change what you give your eyes and attention to. It's going to impact what you allow your ears to hear. It's going to cause you to grow. And by giving the Word of God predominance in our life, it will impact us spiritually, mentally, emotionally, relationally, in our marriage, in our parenting, in our career, in our finances, our health, and our faith. And so too many times people say, well, well, I need to stop sinning. And I would say, quit trying to stop doing something and start doing something. The, the, the conciseness of, of Dr. Duig's book is The Power of Habit is basically saying, don't try and stop a habit, just replace the habit. Create another habit that fills that gap, that void, that need, and begin to address it. So I would encourage you to check that out. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, we, we know that. It says, don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And Romans chapter 8 and verse 5 says, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live according to the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. And so I encourage you, consider investing in these keystone habits. Consider having your entire staff listen to this podcast. Maybe share it with your family members and have them listen to it and begin to ask and challenge each other. What are some keystone habits that you want to begin that you're going to initiate? And then we hold each other accountable, not in, 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 in dominance and authority, but in love and a, and a cheerleading section to help them keep going in those habits. To tell your kids, to tell your teenager that making their bed every day might cause them to get better grades in school could inspire them more than you screaming, make your bed, make your bed, make your bed. Hey, thank you so much for listening. We've just released uh, our most recent series that we just finished. Our spring series was called Unstoppable Church. And I want to encourage you to download that free sermon series. It's about uh, the unstoppable power of God. We talk about unstoppable women. We talk about unstoppable community. There's many parts to this series, unstoppable sacrifice. And then in this series, we talked about unstoppable kids. And I went into Kids Church and spent the day. I encourage you to check out that video that is online of that sermon on our uh, Rock Family Church page. It's called Unstoppable Kids. And you'll see what took place in the adult service. And, uh, and then you'll be able to download what I did in the children's service as well. So, hey, thank you for listening. Please share this with a friend, a, a, a co-worker in the ministry, if you think it would help them. And we will see you guys on the 15th of every month. We will see you next month. Thanks for watching, watching and listening. Have a great summer. 
Thank you for joining us today. For a free sermon series and teaching outlines by Pastor Dean, visit us at deanhawk.com. Be sure and join us next month as we continue our growth on leadership.